Hello, and welcome to the newest episode of the Right Stuff Anime Podcast. I am Thomas Breckenridge, and I am joined today by... I'm Quinn. I'm Chris. And I'm Will. And this is our first podcast of 2020. Oh, I need a party favor right now. A party favor? <laughs> pew, 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 pew. I am oh, no. <laughs> just happy that things are finally starting to return to normal here after we've gotten done. Done with our holiday sale. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, it's, it's, we have to relearn how to work normally now. Yeah. It's just so strange. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, our company, you know, is kind of a smaller company. So when any part of our company is in need, we're all about helping them out. And the mm-hmm. warehouse is the busiest part oh, of our team during the holiday. We burn more calories. So we are out there <laughs> helping out, getting work. stuff packed and getting it to you guys. So... Um, so, yeah, we're, we're back to normal speed now, so mm-hmm. hopefully this podcast will be showing up every two weeks like normal now. <laughs> so, In big, heavy, bold quotes. Yes. Um, so we're just going to start off with a couple news uh, things. Uh, the first one is that there's going to be a theatrical release for Tokyo Godfather. Um, it's one of Satoshi Kon's great... Very few works, unfortunately, because of his early passing, but one of his great works. Uh, I always think of the argument where people are like, what are your Christmas movies? And people are always like, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And yeah. Die Hard for those yeah, people. <laughs> <laughs> but Tokyo Godfather has always been one for me. I think it is a perfect Christmas movie of just kind of talking about what's important in life. And uh, I, I also find the comedy in it absolutely hilarious. Does anybody here? Seeing um, Tokyo Godfather. I'm excited to see it. Awesome, but yeah. Yeah. I am so happy it's going to get a theatrical release. More mm-hmm. people are going to get to see mm-hmm. it. I think Millennium Actress might have been one too that a lot of people their first experience mm-hmm. seeing yeah. it was yeah. in theater and it's getting its new release. So um, they haven't announced it's going to get a physical release, but if you look at mm-hmm. trends, yeah, trend record. They usually mm-hmm. tend to release a physical release after the theatrical. So it would have been cool if they would have been able to show it during the holiday. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. Maybe we'll get a little Christmas we, cheer. We would have been too busy. We couldn't have seen That's it. true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am kind of excited. If they do do their physical release, I can get rid of my very ancient DVD that I've loaned out to so many people. <laughs> so, um, second news item, I, and this is a personal one for me, but I think there's somebody here that will agree with me. To Your Eternity Woo-hoo! is getting an anime release. That wasn't me, not at all. No, um, that's totally me. Uh, to Your Eternity uh, was the title uh, created after uh, the author did the original Silent Voice. Yes. And this mm-hmm. is her new title. Um, I absolutely love this series. Um, Quinn, do you want to kind of talk about it a little bit? Well, I've only read the first manga, but because I put it up on the site every month or every time a new volume comes mm-hmm. out, I've, I've been forced to spoil some things for myself. But <laughs> <laughs> um, the main premise is that there is a young boy who has had his village decimated via age uh, mm-hmm. of the people around him and people moving, and it's just him left and his wolf hybrid dog, mm-hmm. and events happen where there's an entity that shows up and it's only ever referred to as it in the first manga mm-hmm. and through circumstances it becomes the boy and it now is learning about humanity mm-hmm. and life goes on yeah no uh to your eternity is like a giant epic yeah. sprawling series where it is taking place like from many different like time periods um, mm-hmm. the entity that Quinn was kind of talking about I always kind of it's it's like an unknown thing like that came down and it's able to change into different forms and it kind of grows as it every person that it comes in contact with it kind of takes over 
their kind of persona, but learns how to be like a human, how to be a dog, how to yeah, and like it, it becomes the, more human. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it has a lot to do with humanity. Mm-hmm. I I always think of it as like this is what would happen if aliens came down to Earth and said, mm-hmm. "What's this manual of humanity we're supposed to learn about?" Yeah, it's messed up. We'll go learn about it through being it. You also, yeah. as you go on in the series, you learn to never get, try to not get connected to anything because you start <laughs> to learn that this is taking place over like years and years and years. Well, that and... They, yeah, they do imply that, that it's <laughs> mm-hmm. like a, a saga of this one being mm-hmm. creature's journey through, mm-hmm. through life, but it's multiple lives. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of takes a different life every time it changes. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's an absolutely awesome series. I think it's up to. 10 volumes released uh, over here? I think I think number 12 or 11 is on the site. Oh, wow. Yeah. One of those two. I'm up to six, and it's mm. it's stayed good so far, so I really, really like it so far. But that's getting a fall 2020 release. Yeah. To, yep, I, I didn't see what studio is making it, but... Um, uh, I don't think they've announced it. Okay. Yeah. I'm hoping for that, top-notch quality animation, yeah. though, because... That key <laughs> shot looked nice. Yes, the, uh, <laughs> the panels in it are absolutely stunning. Yeah. Um, very very good follow-up to Silent Voice. Yeah. Very different material, but yes. good follow-up. Um, and then uh, the last thing we're just going to kind of talk about is Weathering With You is getting its... I think they're calling it a sneak preview mm-hmm. next week, and then the mm-hmm. week after that's going to be, like, multiple showings of the film after that. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be... was Tuesday is the dub preview, and Wednesday is the I, I think sub? The, or it's or a it Thursday. Yeah, I so it's Wednesday and Thursday. Okay. They're doing two showings each night. <clears throat> okay. One showing is the dub, mm-hmm. and the other showing is the sub. Oh, so they're showing the same night, two uh-huh. nights in a row? That's cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's the new one from Mikado Shinkai, who did Your Name, which everybody's probably seen by now. Yes. Um, but we do also have an awesome contest going on on our site right now. Uh, Will, do you kind of want to talk about it? Oh, yeah, so we uh, partnered with G-Kids to host a little contest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so all you have to do is enter some basic information to, to apply. Uh, prizes include free tickets to see Weathering With You, uh, but you also will get a signed poster of the movie from uh, Shin, that's autographed by Shinkai. Ooh, nice. Wow, and then cool. you also get the official soundtrack CD. Oh, sucker for a soundtrack. I want to <laughs> I want to join. I can't. And you also get the light novel not light novel version for it as well. Nice. So it's a pretty pretty stacked pretty stacked mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. contest prize, isn't it? I wish I could apply for but. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a big legal. I'm big thing for <laughs> I love swag from Japanese creators like autograph like mm-hmm. Junji Ito. Like I got that autograph this year and I'm still like super thrilled about it. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's coming out next week. Um, everybody here is going to see it, so I'm thinking that this might be the next thing we talk about on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And, and for those who, who don't know, you can go back and listen to our take on all the Makoto Shinkai uh, movies mm-hmm. that we saw as, as, a, as a big group and uh, yeah. hear our mm-hmm. take on those. Yep, for Which sure. I think you're going to influence my viewing yeah. opinion on this one, but I'm just saying. Yeah, sorry if we broke it for you. Yeah. It's I, broken now. I think this is going to do really well at the theater. I don't know if it'll do your name numbers, but um, the fact that they're giving it so many showtimes just shows mm-hmm. that the need that there's a lot of people that want to see this, so I'm really excited. And Yeah, it feels like they're giving an actual indie release as opposed to just like a Fathom release mm-hmm. where it's just like, oh, see it these two nights or you're just going to have to wait until the Blu-ray. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I hate it when they only give it one night because I don't know what it is, but every time it falls on like a Wednesday, sometimes it's one night. It's like, I've yeah. got like 500 things to do. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. So, 
So yeah, it's Weathering with you. And then we're just going to quickly talk about uh, the new season has started. I've only seen one thing. Ditto. <laughs> Everything I, else hasn't even been added to my queue yet because I yeah. can't. And it's only kind of in the first week of them adding. I know there's going to be new shows mm-hmm. coming. Mm-hmm. Beastars is finally going to get its release on Netflix, even though it came out last season. <laughs> um, but has anybody been kind of watching anything, or is anybody like on the lookout for something coming out this season? I am on the lookout for Inspector, or Inspector. I'm not sure how you actually pronounce this title. Uh, the manga has been really good. And I want to see it animated. And I hope a lot of people discover it and love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that I just sort of found out today while doing research for the podcast. Uh, a show called Keep Your Hands Off Isoken. Um, it's a surreal story of the formation and exploits of a high school animation club. But the thing that has me excited is the new series from Masaaki Yuasa, who did a Ping Pong in the Tatami Galaxy. Yeah. So it's going to be very trippy <laughs> and cool, and that just feels right in my wheelhouse of, let's just watch something weird. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it will definitely stand out from the rest of the crowd, I yeah. think. No, and we've got returning favorites like My Hero Academia. It's kind of been the, the best part of this arc right now. Um with the, the combat kind of going on. Uh, Madoka Magica has got a side story series that's mm-hmm. coming yeah. out. Um, that one looks kind of interesting. I'm interested to see where that one goes. The only one I've seen, and the only reason I've seen it, is uh, I attended Crunchyroll Expo last year, and they showed an episode of Somali and the Forest Spirit. And I actually saw it at Crunchyroll Expo mm-hmm. before it's aired. And I don't know. I, I think this one's going to be kind of fun. I feel like it's going to get really dark. I'm trying to withhold judgment, but I want more plot. I want more plot. I, I think they're holding a lot back from us right now. Like, how did the little yeah. girl get there? Like, I can't even tell if it's a girl or a boy. Uh, that's true. I, I'm, like, I'm leaning on the girl side kid. right now, but it's it's very gen- They're trying to make it gender neutral, yeah. but I don't know. Like, well, actually, now that I look at it, the article that I'm reading right now says the girl. Do they know that, though? We'll Are they out. being judgmental? <laughs> I don't we'll know. See. I'll have to see if there's like a re- press release on this, but uh, I, I feel it's a girl. But, <laughs> I mean, it, we've gotten kind of a hint that, you know, the it's basically a world where there's tons of different creatures, mm-hmm. and humanity basically <laughs> couldn't coexist with anybody. Surprise, surprise. Surprise! <laughs> and they were basically completely eradicated, <laughs> uh, or they ran away and they're hiding somewhere, and mm-hmm. uh, a forest golem finds this little girl, and he kind of takes it upon himself to help her find other humans. Yeah. And uh, the first episode I thought was, like, super colorful. You mm-hmm. kind of get to meet... It's very pretty. Yeah, you get to meet kind of, like, some of the different races. Um, it kind of sheds a little bit of light, but not a lot of light on, like, kind of what's what's going to come. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, I feel like there's going to be some really dark stuff hiding down the road. Probably. Yeah, yeah definitely. Well, well the, the kid shows up wearing chains in the yeah. forest, and it's like, how did you get here? Mm-hmm. And, and then it's, like, time jump, and I'm like, yeah. wait, wait, plot! Where'd you go? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I I always give it a three episode. Oh, try. I'm gonna continue watching, yeah. but I'm just like, I need plot, guys. I was mm-hmm. I was saying that at the TV while I was watching it. Where's my plot? Where's your plot? Where's my plot? Yeah. I will say that it does give off a lot of vibes of ancient manga spread. Mm-hmm. So that that's got me intrigued too. Yeah, so. um, I'm kind of excited to see where that one goes, and mm-hmm. uh, hopefully we'll all have time to kind of catch some stuff. Um, we're still coming off of our holiday hangover, too. So we'll <laughs> see how that kind of goes. Yes. <laughs> um, so the main topic today is now that we're in 2020, we thought we would each cover a couple different titles of manga 
that we are very interested coming into 2020. Mm -hmm. These can be series that have just started recently, going into the new year, or stuff that is upcoming that we are really excited about. So each one of us picked a couple titles to kind of talk about. We're going to start with Quinn. A couple titles, air quotes. Three <laughs> titles. We'll see what. <laughs> Quinn came loaded. I, yeah. I did. So I'm, I'm a manga reader. Um, okay, so I want to do a shout out to two titles that have already been released in December. That would be Saint Young Men, because I never, ever thought that would show up stateside. Mm -hmm. And Will yeah, read some so of this, cool. too. Yeah, I reviewed it for, for the blog. Mm -hmm. I really yeah. enjoyed it. And it, it's, it's the whole premise is Jesus and Buddha are having uh, a, a, a sabbatical. Um, yeah, like a, break. Like a, 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 a break. A break year, a break. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And and they're just hanging out on a flat in Tokyo, and they're just experiencing life. Mm -hmm. But they maintain their normal features, so Jesus is still wearing the crown of thorns on his head, and, and Buddha occasionally will get overly happy and glow, and he's got <laughs> the little corns. Mm -hmm. And it, it's just amusing little shorts. Mm -hmm. And it's it's been a joy to read, and I thought it might... I think people might think it's more controversial just because it's got religious figureheads in it, mm -hmm. but it's done very tastefully mm -hmm. and it's yeah. really, really good. I, yeah, I've read a little bit of it so far. I got the my wife got the hardcover of it, and I've kind of I, when I found out it was bite sized, I was able yeah. to kind of zip through a couple things real quick. But no, I don't think there's anything offensive about it no. at all. I think it's no. just having a yeah. really good time. And yeah. it and it's like if you read all the author notes in the back, mm -hmm. um, they definitely understand. Both religions oh, yeah. very thoroughly to mm -hmm. poke so much fun yeah. of it, and it's the same author that did Arakawa Under the Bridge. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, interesting! I yeah. did not know yeah. that. Um, yeah. No, I think that's a it's a really good one, and it got a really nice hardcover edition. It did get a nice yeah. hardcover yeah. edition. Awesome. So, so yeah, and it's a omnibus version. So our version has volumes one and two mm -hmm. both mm -hmm. in it, so and that's that nice. is also in our Kadacha sale right yes, now. Yes, it too. is. Oh, yeah. so you, you can get it anything. Thirty-five percent off the cover right now for that title. Yep. Nice. Uh, other shout out for a December release was Seven Days, Monday, Sunday. This one is just really, really well written. It's got, um, the whole story takes place over the course of just seven days, which I give kudos to any author that can make a complete story and not let me feel like I've been hanging with loose threads. It's just a solid story. It's really built well around just two guys and their dialogue when conversations and interactions with each other. The supporting cast is very small. It's, it's a very intimate look of how two people meet and grow a relationship. And it is a boy's love, but it, it never escalates beyond kissing. So for anybody who ever shuns boy's love just because that's what it is, don't. You'll miss out on the, one of the best romance stories I've ever read. I'm interested in that one now because I really liked, uh, I probably just screw up the name, the title, but Our Dreams at Dusk. Oh, yeah, that was yeah, really good, too. I mm -hmm. absolutely fell in love with that series. Mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of, so this one sounds pretty interesting, too, then. Yeah, yeah. So those two are my shout-outs for December. Um, for the new year, I'll just, I'll just go into depth in two, but there are three that I like. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. Um, Daily Lives of High School Boys, that just got up on the site. That's finally getting a stateside release. It's a little vignette of all the, you know, Daily Lives of High School Boys and what crazy weirdness they get up to. Uh, I, I think it's pronounced Im, Great Priest Imhotep. That's coming out in January. Um, from what little blurb I've read on it, it caught my attention ancient Egyptian god shows up on earth looking for yokai to, or some sort of souls to, to track down and apparently craziness ensues. <laughs> and it sounded interesting and I, I liked Maji so it drew my attention. 
And then Given is coming out in February. And I've talked about the anime way too much on that, so Given is good. <laughs> All right, so the actual ones that I'm excited about. <laughs> or or we, we can go around the table and come back to me. Um. <laughs> I'm talking about these two. I don't care where. I'm talking about them. <laughs> let's go to Chris first. There we go. All okay. right. Do you want me to go through all three of them? Or yeah, let's, let's just go through all three. All right, so... Okay. The ones I've been looking forward to that I've uh, flipped through, sometimes it's kind of hard because, you know, we get stuck in our own distributors that we take care of and have to mm-hmm. peek at the other brands. Uh, one that caught my eye was uh, Hell's Paradise Geokuraku. This is a new Viz release that is coming out in the next couple months. Um, the storyline is about a, a master ninja assassin named Gabimaru the Hollow, who uh, is betrayed by one of his fellow assassins and sentenced to execution. But he's given a choice by the Shogun to... Uh, either accept his fate or go to a mysterious island and try and hunt down an immortality elixir. And the island just happens to be filled with other assassins, criminals, and otherworldly beasts. And it, it sounds like your basic kind of shonen book, but it's a 17-plus book, so it might get really dark and messed up. And the covers are very bright, lots of neon colors. And so I'm really curious to see like if it's a more modern take on sort of a feudal Japanese story and also you're going to have cool like monsters and stuff so it just looks really neat to me um, then one that just I just discovered today flipping through the Shonen Jump app that has just started being uploaded there it's a series called A Gravity Boys um, it's a sci-fi story that takes place in 2118 where it's four young teenage astronauts being set out to explore the frontier to establish a new colony for humanity. And then two days after they leave, the Earth gets sucked into a black hole. <laughs> and so they have to fend for themselves. And at first, when hearing about this... It's like reverse astro-locks. Exactly. Hey, it's, it sounds like. a lot like astro-locks <laughs> in space. But they play it for comedy. Mm. So goofball astro in space, or lost in space, just... I'm a space guy. I'm excited for new Star Trek coming out this month, so this seems like it'd be right in my wheelhouse. And then finally, the last thing I'm excited for, it is a very big throwback. You've heard me talk about Gundam. You've heard me talk about Gurren Lagann. I wouldn't have gotten there without discovering Transformers back when I was (laughs) six. And so Viz is finally putting out, in a nice hardcover edition, the original Transformers manga from 1984. Nice. And so they're doing a nice big hardcover collection. It's just the classic original throwdown between Optimus and the Autobots versus Megatron and the Decepticons. But it's going to have a... It's the Japanese story, so it's going to tweak it a little bit. It's not just going to be the classic story that we've seen either animated or in the modern movies. And so it's another take on something that I've always loved, and I'm really excited to check that out. Just... That's a part of my nostalgia that I don't mind feeding over and over again because mm-hmm. robots have turned into cars. It's always going to be a sick idea to me. <laughs> I love it. And the listeners can't see this, but Chris is physically giddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I gesticulate all the time. It's normal. You're, ex- so. you're extra giddy, though. You're, like, bouncing. Oh, yeah. He's uh, extra giddy. So. No, I mean, the Transformers yeah. genre has it's always kind of went hand-in-hand hand with the mecha genre. Yeah. Like, I, mm-hmm. there's a, tons of crossover there. Oh, yeah. So. Well... Uh, I'm going the opposite direction from Chris's picks. Uh, one of my picks that I wanted to check out is called Metamorphos no Angala. Uh, it's it's, it's mm. a 
bit of like a generational gap uh, manga where it's about this 75 year old woman who uh, stumbles upon a boy's life manga at a, at a convenience store and she just comes like super into it but she doesn't really know what to, where to go from there so she ends up developing this friendship with the what is it like a was a teenage a store clerk and it's about how they end up getting like a budding friendship and and, and, you know, a generational gap is always kind of explored in, in anime one way or the other, but it's never been, like, a sole focus, as it will be in this series, I, I expect. So I'm interested in seeing how that plays out. And then, ooh, Ping Pong. Speaking <laughs> of Ping Pong, yep. the manga is actually coming to stateside, something I never would have expected. Yeah. Uh, but, I, as you know, I'm a big fan of the anime, and after we- reading Cats of the Louvre, which was also written by uh, Tayo Matsumoto, I want to read as much of his work as possible. <laughs> uh, I just think if, if anything is as good as Cats of the Louvre, better then yeah, I'm, I'll be in for a treat for sure. And as someone who watched the anime and really enjoyed it and was surprised at how much they were able to pack into just 11 episodes, I can only imagine the character and thematic depth that that will be in the full in the full mm-hmm. manga series. So I want to read that when it comes out. And then there's also this one that kind of interests me a bit. It's called A Perfect World. Uh, it's a romance. It's supposed to be a romance manga. You know, a high school high school girl, a former high school girl meets her meets her old high school crush, but she finds out that. While the man has been able to accomplish his dream of being an architect, uh, he ended up getting into a car crash, and so he has to move around in a wheelchair. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's a lot about her coming to terms with the prejudices that she never knew she had, as well as as well as the man's uh, man's like struggles of letting people into his life. Mm -hmm. And it sounds like sounds like a book that's rich for like uh, interesting conflict or a view of things that. That I uh, that I haven't experienced and would like to know more about, mm-hmm. and so that's one thing that I want to check in as well. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, that that one made me think of Silent Voice just because yeah, of the hearing so, aid mm-hmm. and the, and uh-huh. the deafness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Th- those kind of issues are always interesting to see from that perspective. Mm-hmm. You've had a very diverse <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Woo! All right, I'm gonna come in and bring up some depressing stuff now. <laughs> 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 Um, so the first series I'm going to talk about is uh, a vertical title that's coming out in February called Blood on the Tracks. Japanese title is Shino Wadachi. Um, this is by the creator of Flowers of Evil and uh, Happiness. And Happiness is probably one of the, my favorite manga of the last decade. Um, his stuff is always very bleak, uh, very dark, but I have always kind of loved the way uh, most of his protagonists are always teenagers. And I feel like a lot of the stuff that that we read and see is like goofy like mm-hmm. romance stuff and he deals with like bullying he deals with depression he deals with like you're a teenager you're going through puberty you don't know what up from down is and his way of kind of expressing that in the different stories flower of evil had its own way happiness was a vampire story but very much had to do with like being lost in the world as a teenager uh so chino wadachi is the story of what it's like to have an overprotective mother to the highest degree possible. Like, the the story kind of starts in a way where 
Um, you can kind of tell that she's kind of a hovering mom, but you don't know what degree it is. And through flashbacks that he has, he starts to see that uh, that he hears his aunt make comments like, oh, your mom's always overprotective. His friends kind of say it, but he doesn't see it. But through flashbacks, he starts to be like, yeah, you know, every day I was in kindergarten, my mom came to class with me and sat in the back of the class and just watched me. Oh, that's not great. Um, but then you kind of figure out not only is she an overprotective mom, but she suffers from a really terrible some sort of mental illness mm. um, where she has some sort of abandonment issue mm. um, that has just kind of completely warped her mind. She she makes really offhanded comments like, the only reason I live is for you, my son. Um, and things just become extremely complicated uh, as the story goes on. Um, she's pushing away the husband, uh, so it's just her and her son. Um, this is going to sound, this is a really weird part. They're almost... They almost romanticize the mother and son, and mm. like the mother almost has feelings. It's very awkward to read, <laughs> but I, I'm taking it more into account. It's a mental illness yeah. thing, uh, mm. a doting kind of style than that. But mm-hmm. like, the mother warps the son's sense of how things should be. Like, there's an actual scene in it where she's spoon feeding her 14 year old son. Mm-hmm. And the husband comes in like, what? What is wrong here? Yeah. Um, it's it's very dark. It's very bleak. Like I said, but it's it's one of those things. that's I almost want to say it's like a train wreck. You just can't look. Away. I I gotta figure out how this is gonna end. It's not gonna end well. None of his stuff has ended really. Like, <laughs> it's I, got blood and tracks in the title. Yeah, I wouldn't think it would. There's like all this stuff ends with always a little speck of hope, like happiness, <laughs> like <laughs> happiness, like you. Fi- I finally realized what the title meant at the end of the mm. story. That there is that little speck. Flowers of Evil had that little speck too, but just to get there is grueling. <laughs> the, the other thing too is the way that the uh, the manga creates his panels. Um, the way he's able to show anxiety, like you can tell just by looking at like, something terrible is happening to this person. Like he's having an anxiety attack. Like the way, way he's able to draw it, it almost looks like Junji Ito like panels. Mm-hmm. Like the way that like the world is just slowly like caving in on this person. Um, it's crazy. Uh, like reading it, I like I almost want to just put throw the book away and like walk away, but I can't. <laughs> so, take that endorsement as you will. Uh, that's uh, my first one. Uh, put that on the cover. Yeah. Go up in the corner of this book and then just curl up in the corner for days. Yeah. So my, the second title, which I've actually gotten to read in its entirety, we got an early copy of it, is Downfall uh, by the creator of Goodnight Poon Poon, uh, and. This is another one. I'm just going to kind of read the back of it because it'll probably sum it up the best. So what if your manga series ended and you have no idea how to start the next one? Your marriage is breaking up. Your pure love of manga has been destroyed by the cruelty of the industry and nothing seems to fill the sucking void inside you. <laughs> so. <laughs> this, I was reading such happy titles. I, I read right. such happy titles. Um, but this one is a really interesting one because I think like... I almost feel like this is made for an older audience because the things, even though this is a manga artist that has had great success and now doesn't know what to do and feels like the industry has grown without him, that he just doesn't know what to do and that void is growing inside him as it grows inside of him, he's taking it out on everybody around him. And like, I have met people and I've seen situations where people as they get older, like they almost have this crisis of identity. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this manga really kind of puts in perspective of in just in the idea of a you know mangaka um like it's there's parts of it like the one title i just talked about that are really kind of hard to watch he doesn't know where to find happiness anymore like 
Um, he used to be like very prolific. Like everybody was like waiting for his next book. Now he's completely done with it. And like, where do you go when you think you've reached the epitome of your ability? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of what this whole, it's a one, one volume series. Um, I think it's about eight or nine chapters, but it, it's really good. Um, I really, really like it. And if you're a fan of Goodnight Poon Poon, uh, which another series that is uh, <laughs> kind of, I don't want to say it's dark, but it, it kind of deals with uh, an adult, like a teenager trying to find his way in the world. This one's more of an adult, but mm-hmm. I, I do really like his stuff. So I have something that is happy. <laughs> so, a uh, new series. Uh, it's currently in Shonen Jump. Um, I think it's going to get a physical release. I would be surprised if it didn't because I think it's doing really well. It's called Spy X Family. And basically the premise behind this is it is, takes place in like a fictional European country where it's there's like your left side and your right side of Europe and they're kind of always been... Uh, at each other's throats there's always been the like they're always on the precipice of war between each other and it follows a main guy named twilight who's on one side of it who has always been doing these secret missions like jane like i won't say he's like a killer extraordinaire but he's a spy um and he's always made sure that events go in certain ways so the war never breaks out like if somebody is trying to escalate the war like he finds a way to like get rid of them and stuff like that um so they find out that some guy that wants to escalate the war is going to do something. Uh, he never goes out in public. And the only way that he can get to him is he, the only time he goes out in public is for his son, uh, his son's like big performances at a prestigious school, private school. So his assignment is you have to uh, have a child or get a child and get married and get into this institution <laughs> and get it to happen. And he is just like, what? Like, I've never been trained for this. Like, I, I don't even know what the definition of love is. So he goes over to this other country. They get him all the fake IDs and stuff like that. He's like, well, okay, well, I have to find a daughter. And so he goes to, like, uh, like a foster care orphanage-style place. And he's just like, I want the smartest one you've got. And they're like, <laughs> they're like oh, okay. And then, like, they're like, well, this girl's been here for quite some time. And he kind of talks to her. And he's just like, oh, I don't know if she's going to be that one. But, like, she keeps answering all the stuff he wants to hear. And he's just like, oh, wow, this one, this one's really smart. Like, it's almost like she's reading my mind. The little girl's a telepath. <laughs> <laughs> so you have the spy, you have the telepath. And then he's like, well, I have to find somebody to get married to. Uh, he ends up running into a dry cleaners because he had to get some stuff cleaned. This girl, and uh, the girl um, is just like, she it was just talking to her brother. Um, about how, like, oh, she has a boyfriend, they're going to go to this thing. And he goes, like, oh, I can't wait to meet him. And she's like, oh, crap, I don't have a boyfriend. <laughs> you end up finding out she's an assassin, like one of the best assassins <laughs> in the world. So basically these two come into agreement. I need a wife for this thing. And she's like, I need a boyfriend to show my brother that, like, I'm growing up. So it ends up being, like, a spy, an assassin, and a telepath all working wow. on this mission to get into this prestigious school, which this little girl has to pass all these tests to even, like, get into the school. So she has to use her telepath powers to, like, get the right answers and say the right things to impress the right people. And, like, they have to, like, show that they're the perfect family to get in. So it is, like... Do they this... know about each other's backgrounds? Or is that hidden? Uh... I'm pretty sure that they have an assumption that the spy and the assassin know who each other are okay. because, like, there there's a hilarious scene in it where uh, 
they're there, and a bunch of farm animals get out, and a bull's coming at them, and uh, Twilight, the guy, is, like, going to protect everybody, like, hang on, and then, like, she, the assassin, she comes out of nowhere and just takes this bull down with, like, one hand, <laughs> and then, like, he's just kind of like, oh, wow, that's, like, super impressive, and, like, <laughs> but nobody knows that the little girl is a telepath, mm. and she has this unbelievable fear um, she's been returned to the orphanage like four times, so she has this unbelievable fear of being abandoned again. Mm. And there's some really awesomely cute scenes where like she gets these like moments of like love, like um, where he just had a rough day, Twilight, and he's like kind of laying on the couch, and she kind of hops up there and like puts his arm around her, and they kind of mm. like cuddle, and she's like, "This is just what I've always wanted." But there's also this fear here if they complete this mission like are they all going to go their separate mm-hmm. ways but I mean, i've got this feeling that they're actually going to become a family like there's these little moments where like you can see like she's like kind of falling for him and he has a lot of admiration mm-hmm. for her um and stuff like that mm-hmm. and it's it's super adorable but like it's really good um it's spy x family uh you can currently read it on the viz shonen jump app um it's only 17 chapters in but this is going to be a pretty long series because they have just gotten to the point where she's in the school now. <laughs> so it's going to be a pretty long run series. So nice. those are my three. Nice. Okay, so I have my, my, my top two. <laughs> back to me. Sorry. I, I don't have too much to say about this one, um, but I'm exceedingly happy to see Sayuki is getting kind of a license save. Uh, Kodansha is putting them out in a hardcover edition. And I chuckled to myself with what their official name was, which is Sayuki, the original series resurrected. Because Tokyo Pop used to have this. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I remember watching the anime, and I enjoyed it. Uh, there's a priest who's on a mission to find something. I don't remember. And his cohorts are all demon-yokai hybrids of sorts. And mm-hmm. they are kind of... the people he's trying to find to destroy. I don't remember. That's what I remember. <laughs> I thought it was fun at the time, and I wanted to revisit, and I didn't bother to look up any specifics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other one that I'm looking forward to is called Beyond the Clouds, and this is actually a French uh, manga that hmm. has been written. Interesting. Um, the whole premise <clears throat> is that there's a boy who works in like a mechanical shop. It, it's kind of like a steampunk setting, and he randomly finds this girl with wings, and one of her wings has been broken, so he makes a new wing for her, and she's kind of amnesic, so she can't really remember where she's from. So they go on a journey to find her people, and I'm sure that his skills will come into to play. It's art on the cover is really pretty. It's almost like watercolors. Um, so I'm looking forward to that one. I know that I've heard about it prior to its um, announcement, so mm-hmm. it, it is pretty big. Um, I wish I could remember the author off the top of my head. So those are the other two that I'm very much looking forward to, and I want to read Beyond the Clouds so bad. Cool. See, I was short and sweet. I can do short and sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I ended up being a long-winded one there, but I think it's because all all three series I've actually read so far. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, um, yeah, very diverse. There should be a lot of good stuff this year. Yes, oh, okay. so, very much. And I always, I always feel like you know. We talk about anime a lot, so I like to always throw the manga in there. Um, manga is just important, and there wouldn't be a lot of anime if it wasn't for manga. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, cool. Uh, so we're just gonna kind of top things off. So as of this podcast, we've got two sales running. We have the old school cool sale. It's kind of looking at some old school style anime and manga. 
Um, so you're going to probably see some discotheque stuff in there, mm -hmm. some early Viz stuff in there. Um, we also have a really cool promo going on right now. Uh, Kadancha is finally done with their pin promotion yep. for their single titles, and they're doing one last big blowout. All the extra pins that they've had from conventions and that we have here, mm -hmm. um, if you buy any Kadancha title through the month of January, that is not a new release. Yep, anything so, prior or on the 7th of January. Yep, um, you're going to get a free Kadancha pin with it. Yep, so. and it is random. Yes, very mm -hmm. random. So you could buy uh, Seven Deadly Sins and get an Attack on Titan pin. Yes, so that is a possibility. You never know, but I, I mean, and then also it's one pin per order. So mm -hmm. if you order like 10 books from Kadancha, you still only get the one pin. Mm -hmm. um, but it's an awesome promo. Um, we also, it's 35% off those titles as well. Yep. But usually our discount's only 33%. So yep, a so little, little extra, extra savings there. So, mm -hmm. yep. And then uh, we've got a convention finally coming up again in March. We are doing NakaCon uh, mm -hmm. in Kansas City. So I'm excited to do conventions again. I always love to go out and meet the people and all that good stuff. So mm -hmm. uh, as of right now, I think we're doing like five panels. Which means Ooh. I'm doing five panels. <laughs> so I know we'll have our fun industry one, but I think I'm doing a trivia one. I think there's a couple other ones. I, I, I submitted to them one on the history of Neutomina. Oh, um, yeah, which, that'd be cool. Like, if I think about it, like almost 80% of that stuff is in my wheelhouse. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think the very first Neutomina title is Honey and Clover. I think so, yeah. Way back in the day. Oh, wow. But, I mean, they've done everything from Guilty Crown to, uh, I think, Made in Abyss was Neutomina. On the plate on the Tomato so. Block, mm -hmm. uh, Land of the Lustrous. Yes. Um, so, yeah, they've had a ton of super cool stuff. I didn't realize stuff. they were that old. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I've always I've always liked that, that idea that it was the anime for the other anime, like anime that's a little bit different yeah. than, you know, the mainstream stuff. Mm -hmm. And there's been some really cool stuff that's... Mm -hmm. That's aired on there. You would have so. never gotten to Tommy and Ping Pong without it. Yes. Yep. Yeah, those are two big ones, too. So, but yeah, we'll, we'll see what Knockdown brings. We also have uh, Anime Detour Minneapolis this year, ASEN in Chicago, um, mm -hmm. and then we'll see what else the year brings. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Cool. Well, we kept it under an hour this time. I'm very proud. Yes, <laughs> we did. After our giant long episodes where we uh, <laughs> went over the best of the decade. It's kind of nice to do a kind of shorter one, but hopefully we gave you some ideas for some manga that's coming up. Yep. Um, like I said, we always have uh, great prices on our site. I think 25% off everyday low prices, even mm -hmm. on pre-orders. So if there's any titles on here you heard us talk about, um, you can go on the site and check them out and mm -hmm. get them pre-ordered and get them, you know, get them ready. So. <laughs> yep. Cool. Well, that's all we've got for you this time. And as far as I know, we'll see you again in two weeks, and we'll probably be talking about weather with you. So until next time, we'll see you then. Bye. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of Right Stuff Anime. We'd love to hear from you. Send us your questions or comments to rspodcast at rightstuff.com and we might just answer them in a future episode. That's rspodcast.com at rightstuff.com.